Hi, I'm Erica Ramirez, founder of Illy and host of What About Your Friends, a podcast dedicated to the many lives of friendship and how it's portrayed in pop culture. Every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish feed, I talk to my best friend, Stephen Othello, and your favorites from within the Ringer and beyond about friendships on TV, in movies, pop culture, and our real lives. So join me every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish feed, where we try to answer the question TLC asked back in the day, what about your friends? This episode is brought to you by Visible. You know how in every season of The Bachelor, there's the concern that he might pick someone or just let someone go too far who really doesn't deserve it because he's not getting all the information he needs. He doesn't know this woman is the villain of the house. Well, luckily, when it comes to wireless, there's one company that keeps it real and you don't have to worry about that bad surprise at the end. Switch to Visible, the wireless company with nothing to hide and get one-line wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, every month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see Visible.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm here with my good friend, Callie Curry. Hi, Callie. Hello, Juliette. I've just promoted you to good friend. How do you feel? Um, I feel great. I feel, I think you feel great about it. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, glad, um, I'm glad we can both share in this. Our relationship is moving in the right direction, much like charity and many for men. There was a lot of things that were just a hard no for me this week, and I would like to get into that. Lots to discuss. And obviously, we'll do a Love Island update at the end. I just want to acknowledge the elephant in the room that Hulu has screwed up and episode 51 is not available at time of recording here on Monday. Um, I'm pissed. But thanks for giving it to us five days later instead of two weeks, I guess. I, I don't know. It's a, it's a real roller coaster, this, this Love Island life. Callie, who's your yes. front runner? We got four guys that are going oh, to... Come on. <laughs> We got no Joey, one... Xavier, Aaron B, and Dotton. Who is your who who is your least likely to win? Least likely is ooh, Aaron. Aaron, for sure. She like begrudgingly gave him the rose. She did not want to. Even though she gave him the rose before Xavier, I think she felt like she had to do that because Xavier just told her, I'm not sure if I want to get married yet, essentially. So I felt like she was like, Ugh, Aaron will marry me. I gotta give it to him. Plus, like everyone just saw Xavier just tell me he's not ready. So I gotta so... make him sweat a little bit. Let's talk about that. Xavier is like, I need to tell her, like, I need to, like, let her know how I'm feeling. I forget what exactly the phrasing was, but I thought he was going to be like, I am like a, I, I'm like separated for, at birth from a twin or something, <laughs> like a conjoined twin. I don't know what that's what maybe I thought of, but like, I thought he was going to reveal some kind of like personal secret. I didn't think he was going to reveal that he's not ready to settle down and he doesn't know about this relationship. I mean... I feel like that almost got buried at the end of the episode where, like, that's a pretty huge deal. 
I mean, how could she go and meet his family after that? Well, the way he said it made it less huge. Sure. He was like, I just want to let you know. Like, And I, by the way, I agree with you. When he said, I'm going to be completely open with her and share with her. I don't even know the exactly the exact wording he used. But I was like, hmm, what is he going to say? Like, something happened? Like, I just didn't know what he's going to say. And then he was essentially just like, I don't know if I'm going to be ready to get down on one knee. But he did this huge but. I think I can get there. I'm like, wait, what? So, I mean, this explains why he and Brayden got along so well because it's basically the same as Brayden. He's just not a jerk and not unbearable. He's just similarly not sure that he's ready for this or that this is like the right scenario for him. I mean, right. he even said, which I thought was kind of like, I thought it was going to send him home. He was like, I do want to get married. I just don't know if it's you. I was like, I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, <laughs> what a jerk, kind of. If someone said that to me, I'd be like, all right, well, I think we're done here then. Like, if you don't know if it's me, then... Okay, yes, but in true Xavier fashion, like, how are you supposed to know? To his point, he was like, I want her to get to know all of me and still want to marry me. There's just no way you're getting to know all of me before this thing ends. There's right. just no way. Obviously. And I think that's what he's struggling with. I think he likes her. I think he likes her a lot. And it's just like, yeah, everything's all good. But like, if I'm like being rational here, I've spent two hours with her. <laughs> I like how he dresses. I liked his, his sweater and stuff. Sweater? Honestly. Yeah. He looked good. So I watched this on the plane and I did my notes in a separate note because mm -hmm. my internet was being weird on the plane, like always. I wrote in that note... This we talked about how he's too cool for charity, and mm -hmm. when I saw the sweater, I was like, "Yep, too cool." Yeah, it was like a, I don't. It was like a mohair. It reminded me of a Marnie sweater. I don't know. Marnie's a brand that's very, very like popular right now. Oh, um, maybe it is it's insanely Marnie. expensive, but like it's you see it like if you walk if you follow those, those accounts of like basketball players walking into. Mm -hmm. Even football players, I guess. Although I don't think football players have the best fashion. But regardless, you'll see it on like league fits. Gotcha. Yeah, he looked he looked really good. Also, he was like layering different colors. Mm -hmm. He just kind of looks like he just looks cool. Like he clearly is much cooler than the other guys. Much cooler than the other guys. Not yes. in a not saying that other guys are like uncool, but he's very cool. <laughs> yeah, he he just seems like he's doing his own thing and he's like really calm. I, I don't know. I, I really, I really do like him. I'm just like, he's clearly not ready. And I mean, who do you think? Okay. So we think Aaron B is out. Who goes further, Joey or Xavier? Like, do you think her, it's Dot is obviously winning. There's no question. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. but who that was your original second? question. And I <laughs> didn't even want to give you the respect of answering it. Cause we all know who's winning. Xavier's from Ohio and he's the, um, He's getting a PhD, I believe, in North Carolina. Oh, yes. I had someone DM me uh -huh. who was like, I have a similar or I had a similar position. I went to school for my PhD for what he's going to school for. And we don't make a lot of money, essentially. <laughs> and because I said that, you know, he's going to make a lot of money or at least not in the beginning. Yeah, but he has a good, good potential in the future. Yeah. And then she looked up his exact position of where he's at and she couldn't find anything from like today but she found something from like two years ago of where he was at at this like research position and she explained it to me and I gotta say 
only understood maybe like 2% of it. So that just brought me to the conclusion that he's really smart. <laughs> yeah. And maybe that's part of why he's like cool and stuff, you know? Yeah. I'm looking at his page at UNC. And first of all, he goes to UNC Chapel Hill, yeah. not even one of the other UNCs. So that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. He is a PhD candidate and president of Society for Black Biomedical Scientists. And he seems awesome. Wow. His email is just available. Should I email him? It's on his page. <laughs> I'm sure. Can we get him on the pod? I think I have to go through um, ABC for that. But there's a lot about him online. I'm mad at myself for not checking beforehand. Um, but yeah, he's like just clearly very active on campus. I love it. I love this guy. But yeah. probably not for charity. Do you think Dotton is actually the best fit or just her favorite? I think he's best fit and favorite. They had a cute date. Although this brings me into something I wanted to ask no, you. They did? Well, neither of us like running, but we'll come back to that in a second. Aside from the running date, could you tell me what anyone else did on any of their dates? Did anyone have an activity? I... You're thinking really yes. hard because the answer is no. Yes. No, well, yes, yes. They got to look at alligators. Is that an activity? That's like a Tuesday in Florida. Well, they ride on a boat. You are. Riding on a boat is is an activity but i agree it's very easy to do here but they're riding on a boat looking at alligators sean even said oh there's alligators at my golf course in florida all the time because it's part of a nature preserve so here's also, what they did he asked if they could feed them and the guy was like yeah right but i feel like sean was like what are we doing <laughs> are you allowed to feed them and i would not feed an alligator yeah you can if you go to Gatorland. <laughs> that exists is that real yes it's a little like I don't what what constitutes as a theme park, but it's like a theme park with no rides. Sounds gross. But you can go feed the gators. There's tigers. It's very like Tiger King esque, but like uh, alligators in the natural ha- in an actual ha- habitat they might live in. Yeah, and it's Tiger King if it were commercialized. I see. Tiger King is absolutely grosses me out. But okay, I'm just gonna give you a quick synopsis of what happened on, on this episode. Charity Charity goes to meet them at their hotel. Then she and Joey go in a horse-drawn carriage, which is an absolute nightmare, a smelly, hot nightmare. Fuck no. I never want to do that. Then they have dinner. Then she has the two-on-one where they go on a boat. And then that they have dinner, allegedly. Then she and Dotton go for a run. Uh, and then they have dinner. And then finally, the last... Uh, group date is like in a house where she just has like a series of conversations with them. This has to be the cheapest episode of The Bachelorette of all time. Nothing, nothing costs money. They just like had to like tip the guy for, you know, pulling them along in the horse-drawn carriage and like rent a boat and the out. Boat. And That's the boat. it. By the way, the tourist guy on the boat gave us some good clips. Yeah. He deserves he was, it. He, he deserves a pay raise. I enjoyed him. But like, I was just sort of flummoxed. I was like, so they're they're not leaving the country and more on that until they go to Fiji at the end. They aren't doing like anything noteworthy in, in New Orleans. Although, do you remember the last time they went to New Orleans? No. I believe it was Nick Vial's season because he and Rachel had a one-on-one in New Orleans, I recall. And then I believe they went to a former plantation and like had like a date there or something. It was, it was in the Bapsorette's extremely racially tone-deaf era. And I was like, I guess they don't know what else to do in New Orleans if they're not like exploiting the, you know, the the terrible history of the South or something. But I was just like, so there's nothing else to do here. This is it. I mean, if they can find something to do in every other city in the U.S., especially on hometowns, they can absolutely find something better to do than a 10K. That was absolutely (laughs) ridiculous to me. 
Even if there was the coolest race in the world happening, why are we jogging on a date? They can't talk if they're jogging. So like, that's why the film was very short. They all they all they could show was him putting his arm around me, which also like, don't put your arm around me for jogging. <laughs> I gotta say, he looks really good in the tutu. I was like, oh, he looks cute. <laughs> I did like that he was down for whatever. And like, you know, he's pretty, he seems like just like a positive, happy, sweet guy. He's kind of like the platonic ideal of a bachelorette contestant. Uh, I, he did a like a answering questions on his Instagram, and apparently he got cast because like someone dropped out last minute and they recommended him. So he didn't like necessarily apply. He didn't know a ton about the show, but he's just kind of like down for whatever. And he has a really positive attitude. And it seems like he and Charity really like each other. I mean, it seems like they're getting deep, although I have no actual proof of that. But I don't know. It's just this. They seem really good together although he's double her height but other than that they seem perfect do we ever have any actual proof no although you know i i, I did want to ask you what you thought about um charity's conversation with joey where she asked him what he how he felt about being in an interracial relationship what did you think of that conversation um i thought that joey answered it in almost the best way possible Um, the only thing that he didn't say that I would have liked is him just saying like, I will never be under, I will never understand like what it's like to be black in America, especially a black woman in America. But like, I want to learn as much as possible. I want to be as supportive as possible to you as your partner. And if we were to have kids, then I want to be as knowledgeable as possible. Mm -hmm. I hate listen and learn. I hate that comment. I just yeah. need to listen and learn. But everything he said outside of the listen and learning thing, I thought was the right thing to say. He seems like a genuinely good dude. And not that it's the same, but I do think because of his experience with his dad, he seems like very open to like taking a step back and like, let me understand where you're coming from. Yeah. And I want to make sure that like, we're all like supporting you and loving you in the right way that you need to be and that you're proud of who you are and that no one is taking anything away from you. Yeah. And that seemed to... And he didn't, which I really like, that he did not vocalize the comparison. Uh, but I feel like he's learned from that experience. Yeah, I got that impression too. Applying it to this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think especially the... And, you know, maybe he did say it and we just didn't see it. But at least with what we saw, he clearly was taking the position of like you know, I don't know what this is like, but, and I can't know until I'm experiencing it, but here's where I am right now. I I agree with you. I thought he handled it well, but what really struck me was her just like forthrightness and like her, she brought up the topic in a way that I think is just like a favor to the Bachelor franchise. Like it was um, natural. It was relevant. It wasn't like I didn't feel like she like glossed over this like clearly important topic. And I just think that's got to be hard to do. And I like I just admire her for how she approaches on the show. I don't I don't know. I mean, maybe that's like something I shouldn't I shouldn't admire her for it. Or I should I, I don't know if that's like a, a, a weird way to put it. But I just felt like she was doing a favor for the television show because they've had such a terrible history with handling topics of race and um and honestly just like difference in general. Yeah, I think that she helped them so that it was brought up in an organic way and not like a forced yeah. way at all. But I did appreciate her being so like blunt and asking the question. And it was apparent to me when she didn't ask double denim Ken or Tanner the question 
I was like, oh, Joey's in the final four. They're not. Yeah, definitely. Because she just didn't think it was like something they'd have to contend with because she didn't see yeah. herself with I them. I feel like she asked Joey because she's like, I'm actually like serious about this. You're definitely in my top four. And I think it's top two. If I'm based on like what I've seen, I think he's going to be in the top two. And I think Dotton's winning, but I wouldn't be shocked if Joey won. Well, I think his family seems like maybe they poison things a little bit next yeah, week. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I thought also the way that she... It, it's put a lot more context around why her relationship with her ex has impacted her so much as well. Because it's not just the cheating, but it sounds like there was other stuff that was going on as well, where like he didn't understand her or he didn't make an effort to to really like understand what it was like, what it's like to be her um, and like be a black woman. And I thought that was was interesting and something we just really hadn't um, gotten much of previously. So yeah, I just thought, I thought it was really interesting. And again, like when I watch this stuff, which is, this is like maybe somewhat cynical. I'm just like, Charity's really doing the show a favor. Um, but I'm also glad that it's on TV. We've been on a bit of a roller coaster with Charity, but I actually really liked her, how she was this almost this entire episode. There's a few things that I didn't understand, but for the most part, I like how she handled things. And uh, I do think she is a really good bachelorette. I think she's a phenomenal bachelorette. She is fun. First and foremost, she seems like fun. I don't know that she and I would be best friends, but she seems like she's uh, good to hang out with. She talks to the camera really well, but she also will have moments where she's loose when she's like, and I don't run. And I'm like, yeah, me neither. That's that's great. <laughs> like she's relatable, but polished. And I think that is like really crucial. And like something that like Katie really lacked is like she was not relatable, nor was she polished. Yeah. Um, and I thought And Michelle and Michelle was almost too polished. Yes, definitely. Michelle, we didn't really I feel like we didn't get to know Michelle. Yeah, charity's a good balance. Yeah, I was just thinking that throughout the episode. Like, I haven't really been bored cheering for some of these relationships. So I think for the show, I'm not sure if I under fully understood the pick when it happened. And now I'm like, oh, this may, like this was a great pick by the show. I got to give him credit. Well, it just tells you how much we didn't get to see in Zach's season. Like that, I just feel like they've been making weird choices where we didn't, I feel like I didn't get to know Michelle. We definitely get to know Charity and Zach's season. We didn't really get to know anyone Zach's seasons other than Gabby and Katie, the final two. Yeah. So, Whereas, like, even this week, this was the only week we got to know Tanner. But now I feel like I know him. And he's just really boring. I would say that's why he got ghosted. The girl was probably like, eh, I'm just going to back away from this one and see what happens. (laughs) But he seems like a nice guy. That, okay. I don't disagree with you on Tanner. Um, I think Tanner's going to do really well in Paradise. He's objectively quite handsome. I would say he's... he's, um, yeah. And he seems like, an, from what the very little we've seen, he just seems like generally a nice guy. I, I realized that he looked, I was like, he looks so familiar. And then I realized, I think he's like a mix of, like, he's like 65% Michael A and 35% Tyler Cameron. That's a stretch. Tyler a Cameron. With Tyler Cameron, obviously. <laughs> I think he looks like, and I can't think of his name, but Raven's husband. Adam Gottschalk or something. Oh, wait, is that him? No, no, no. Maybe not Raven. Who's the other girl with, uh, oh, oh, um, Jade. Jade, Jade's husband. Yeah, well, her husband's also named Tanner. So maybe that's <laughs> I know, why but, but I think <laughs> they think they look alike. They okay. could be brothers. Tanner A and Tanner B. Yeah, I think Tanner will do good in, 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 in Paradise. But Paradise. yeah, absolutely. To go back to the ghosting. Yes. Have you ghosted someone before? No. Have you been ghosted? <laughs> 
Um, not really. Like not not Mildly. by someone. I, like I feel like <laughs> no, not like I feel like I've been. I like joke about being ghosted like at work. Although once I I was ghosted by someone who's like just never came to their first day of work. But I wasn't ghosted in a relationship. I just don't know when ghosting is necessary. Just tell someone what's up. Do you think it's better to send a text, being like, "Hey, this isn't working," or like? Would you rather be ghosted or have someone send you a really rude text? I mean, I guess you never want to be ghosted. It doesn't have to be rude, but they can, like, I would rather know, like, this is not happening than sit and wait for a text. Yeah. Like, it's so easy to be like, hey, like, I've had a lot of fun with you, but I just feel like this isn't working out for A, B, and C. I wish you well. I hope we can be friends one day or whatever it is. Have a good one. Mm -hmm. Occasionally, I've been on a couple of like really bad first dates where I'm just like, this needs to be expunged for my life. And we'll just like ghost that that guy. Well, that I think a first date is different than he was in a fucking relationship with this person. (laughs) He said it was for three years. That's insane. (laughs) That person is crazy for not communicating at all. I think that is wild and insanely disrespectful. You like just completely have no regard for this man's chime after being with him for three years you can't even let him know it's over it sounded like it was a covid move because he said they were together for three years and then he hasn't and then three years ago he got ghosted and he's 30 so it sounds like it happened when he was 24 and this this woman moved to florida like so many during covid so who knows what happened but ghosting is pretty terrible don't do it people just leave a post-it like burger sex in the city sorry i can't I forget how we got on this Tanner storyline. We were talking about him being ghosted, but I was just thinking about why they named that guy Burger. But anyways. (laughs) It's his last name. (laughs) Yeah, but I just like, but it's not his last name. It's a fake person's last name. Do you know anyone with the last name Burger? Yes. It's I'm about to say, you're thinking of it as like the food. It's B-E-R-G-E-R. You're right. Like, it's a very Jewish name. Yeah, you're right. But there's plenty of Jewish names to choose from other than Burger. I guess. I don't think of the food when I hear the name burger. How? Because it's a common Jewish name and I'm Jewish. That's like (laughs) saying you don't think of the food apple pie because it's a common last name. Like, no, you still think of an apple pie. But (laughs) But apple pie is not a common last name. I know. I'm just saying (laughs) you have to at least think of it. But you know it's not that. I don't. I do you mean, think in pictures or in letters? Like when you see a word, when you think of a word, <laughs> do you see it the way it's spelled or do you think of like uh, a person or whatever? When you said burger, I thought of a picture of a burger, but I think in general, I think in letters. I do too, which is another reason why I don't think of the food because I know of the E versus the U. <laughs> I do think you changed things for me <laughs> when you were like, it's not tangent. spelled like that. I was like, oh yeah, it's B-E-R. But we were talking about how much we like charity. I just want to say one thing I didn't like about Charity. Okay. <laughs> I didn't like how she kept apologizing to Double Denim Ken and Tanner for the two-on-one. She was like, obviously, it's not what we all wanted. It's not the best situation. She kept apologizing to them. And I was like, don't apologize, girl. It's not your choice. And they know that. And it's fine. What is but her then, choice? I guess. Is it? I mean, she's not like, hey, I'd love to do a two-on-one date. Maybe they're like, you're doing it. Who do you want? But The two things I didn't like about Charity, one was, why did you do that two-on-one? Usually you do a two-on-one with two people that you're like, it's one or the other. I can't keep both of them yeah. for whatever reason. And <laughs> usually it's earlier on the season, not a two-on-one to go to fucking hometowns. I know. When Tanner was like, yeah, thinking about our first 
one-on-one being at hometowns, I was like, it's not going to work out. No. Also, like, I completely agree with Sean. Her being like, I'm not going to give the rose out, which she did twice. I would be like, well, I'm obviously not winning this. If you can't, yeah. if you can't tell me that you know that you want to be with me or want me to be in the final four when you just took Dotton and it was Joey on a date and you knew then, but you don't You've know. You've already about, been on one-on-ones with them. Yeah. And you don't know about me, then like, why are you, I should just go home because it's not me. Nothing's going to change in a week when, when you go meet my family. Like you can't tell me today if I want, if you want me in your final four, not even final two, you can't tell me I'm in the top four, but <laughs> you want to, you're heated about You want to beat my parents. I just, as much as I wasn't a huge fan of double, double denim, denim Ken, I was like, yeah, I would need more. Tanner was just like, yeah, she wants to make a good decision. And obviously she's not sure. And I'm just happy to be here. I was like, why are you making him sound like a, like a Southern <laughs> uncle? Because <laughs> he was just like, yeah, woo, happy to be here. We, I'm just like, no. We love bro. your accent work on this podcast. This, but that's is, a weird one. this is not a good sign for you. He seemed totally fine with it. And Sean, he was like, clearly Sean's upset. I was like, yeah, because Sean is reading the room. He knows what's going on here. For some reason, you're not picking, picking it up. You're not picking up that you're going home next. <laughs> I think he's just happy to be here. He's just like, clearly just going to go along with it. Yeah, clearly. (laughs) I like Tanner. I don't know why I'm defending him, but Um, I just thought that the two on one in general was edited really weirdly. I was like, did something else get canceled? It's so awkward. I think it was also awkward because they both like each other. Like Tanner and Sean wouldn't say bad things about each other, which I was going to say in general, all the guys, I have to give Aaron some credit here for not being a favorite on this pod, which I don't dislike him as much as you do, but I thought he was insanely mature with how he told Charity, like, yeah, it sucked this week because you went on dates with da 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 and then, you know, I wanted it to be me. But, I mean, they're all great guys. Like, I was like, that was really nice. And when Xavier was, like, freaking out, he was like, bro, you got to just be honest with her. Like, just tell the truth. Like, be yourself. Might be your last chance. Like, he gave him, like, a pep talk going into his one-on-one. And this is before he had the rose. I was like, wow, that was really nice of Aaron. I just think it is absolutely savage to not take the guy in his hometown on a one-on-one. Like, especially because he hasn't had a... He, or I guess he had one, but early, a while ago. Yeah, early on. I yeah. think he was the it's like, first or second one-on-one. And it was first. It was, okay. I'm pretty yeah. sure it was first because I was surprised by it. Um, That sucks. Like, I would be so upset. Also, I would hate going to my hometown while on a reality show if I couldn't, like, see my family or, like, go to my favorite restaurant or okay. whatever. But then when he got the roast, he was like, I'm taking her to Houston, Texas. I think he li- I think he might live in New Orleans, but he's from Houston. So his family's not even there. Sure. But he still can't go to like his favorite restaurant. In New I Orleans guess I was just city. like, you just complained this whole episode about not having her in your hometown. And then you're taking her on the hometown date to Houston, Texas. <laughs> you know what I was thinking about? It's kind of crazy that hometowns are next week. They're not going to Europe or another country. I feel like that's one of the reasons to go on the show. I feel like often people haven't traveled beforehand. And I can't believe that they're just not going to get it. And let me tell you, Callie, if you did want to go to Europe, United is the largest carrier across both the Atlantic and the Pacific. And this summer's schedule includes nearly 25 new routes. In fact, this summer, United will fly to over 100 international destinations, including additional flights to cities like Paris, Rome, Naples, Berlin, and Edinburgh. This got me thinking, what do you think of those places would be the best for The Bachelorette? Here are your options again. Are you ready? Yeah. Paris, Rome, Naples, Berlin, Edinburgh. I think that there's probably the most to do. So you could have multiple dates in Rome. 
I was going to say Rome as well, because Rome, there's the old, the super ancient stuff. You can have a really romantic date on like the Spanish steps and the Trevi Fountain. There's such like iconic things to do in Rome. Did you ever see the Lizzie McGuire movie mm, in Rome? Yeah. Love that movie. <laughs> and they did a lot of great stuff. You could ride around on a Vespa. I love Rome. I, I definitely, yeah, I do, I do too. I love Rome. I love the forum. It'd be, it'd be great a great food. place to go. And then depending on who like the guy was, they could mix it up based on like, oh, we should do something chill. Like, which we'll walk around the ancient part of the city or do something new, like go to a, you know, like... Definitely could do a shopping date there. Oh my God, yeah. They could do the pretty woman date. They could do a cooking class. Yeah. There's They've a gone lot to Paris a bunch of times. They went to Paris with... with Last uh, On a rainy day. Yeah. Yeah, with Gabby and, and Rachel. And it seemed it seemed great, even though it was raining. It seems like everyone and their mom are in... have been to Europe at some point this summer. I even saw, like, the guy with the sign showing, like, how is everyone affording to go to Europe this summer? Because that's how many people are there. Um, four of my family members have gone and they've all flown United. Shockingly, I did not know that. United was the biggest carrier. And then every single time I've asked, they're flying United. Wow. Well, if you also want to fly United, you can go to one of these locations. And wherever you travel for your couple's getaway, make sure you check out United Airlines. Plan your trip today at united.com or on the United app. Remember, flight schedules are subject to change. All right. More more on Aaron B. We, we left him. Uh, we we didn't give him the full attention he deserves. I really liked when Dotton was couldn't remember the name of the race, and Aaron B was like, "Yeah, the Crescent City Classic." Oh, <laughs> was... Aaron was pissed. And again, we don't disagree with you, Aaron. So honestly, this episode, Aaron performed pretty well. Yeah, he did. I I agree with you. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Visible. You know how in every season of The Bachelor, there's the concern that he might pick someone or just let someone go too far who really doesn't deserve it because he's not getting all the information he needs. He doesn't know this woman is the villain of the house. Well, luckily, when it comes to wireless, there's one company that keeps it real and you don't have to worry about that bad surprise at the end. Switch to Visible, the wireless company with nothing to hide and get one line wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, every month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see Visible.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. One thing I forgot to mention about the two-on-one, for a while when she was having, when she was at the dinner portion, when she talked to each guy individually, the way that it was filmed, you couldn't see the table at all. 
So I thought they were just like sitting in a corner in chairs with like their knees yeah. facing each other or something. And I was like, what is going on here? It's so awkward. Um, I thought the date in general was really awkward. But if they made her pick a two-on-one, she picked the right two. But I'm like, did she? She could have had like uh, Sean with Aaron. And it would have been really easy for her to pick Sean and then like move on. I feel like she was like, oh, I don't really like either of these guys that much. So I'm going to pick them on the two-on-one. But then she got there and was like, I don't know which one I like less. I know it was pretty weird that that happened because you're right. Like if it was Aaron and someone else, she gives Aaron the rose and then you leave Xavier who I guess like if he tells you he's not ready and you're on the group date, you still just go to the rose ceremony or like it still plays out in the same way. I don't know. It it was definitely strange. Also strange that they didn't have rose ceremony at all. Like she basically did three send-offs, like sure, yeah. two send-offs and then she gave Xavier the rose. But she canceled a lot of the group time. Like, I think in there's been five episodes. Like, I think in three of them, she's like been like, nope, no rose ceremony or no cocktail party. I would like to know how the producers feel about how she's done because she's definitely doing things her way. We didn't have a rose ceremony this week and she kept deciding not to give the rose out. And that's like a dramatic thing to be given to one person over another. Instead, she was like, oh, I want to be a little bit more respectful about this and like pull them to the side and tell them they're going home. And it was Sean. She was like, all right, we're here. And then she launches into the breakup. Like, it didn't even seem that planned. Like, I think he thought he was saving himself. I think he thought he was saving himself. And then she was like, I think once he said, I'm like falling in love with you, she was like, yeah. Well, because trust me. I am not. When Dotton said it and when Joey, she started crying when Joey said it. No. Like, she couldn't be happier. Joey have a deep connection. Yeah, which... I do think Dotton's winning because like everything he says, she's just like, oh my God. Like when he said she was falling in love with him, she was so happy that he said it. But crying happy tears and being so happy with Joey's answer to that question. And it is interesting that the last person she dated was white. What does that mean to you? I don't know. I think it gives Joey more of a chance. That's all I'm saying. Well, I thought that also she just, I was wondering if, she's really like scarred by that experience. Like it's, it seemed like it was really emotional for her to talk about it. Maybe that's why. I mean, anytime she brings up her ex, she's crying. It was a, I, like, he's a great ass. Like whoever that guy, guy is. Yeah. yeah. Lots of, lots of loss, lots of trauma from that relationship. That is for sure. But it might just be like, if that, that relationship was eight years, six or eight years, something like that. Something crazy. Some yeah. long time. And she's not that old. So that might be her only relationship. So there might be like comfortability there. I don't know if that's how it works. I don't know. I don't think that's a word, but it's been used a lot on The Bachelorette. Comfortability? comfortability. Yeah. Can, we, can someone Webster it for us? <laughs> comfort. There's, it's like, I think the word is just comfort. There seems to be some comfort But you're comfort saying because they say it on the show. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, but you're correct. Comfort also works there. So I don't know why we're making the word longer. It's like, yeah, it's uh, yeah. It's also like when people say mischievous instead of mischievous. It's like there's no I there. So why are people saying mischievous? Hmm. Is it a potato potato thing with mischievous? Mischievous? No, because that's adding in the letters. Mischievous. I don't know. Um, that's also in Love Island. They always say I'm really fa- family orientated. Orientated. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, that's oriented. not a word. It's oriented people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I think that I think that Joey's family is going to screw things up next week. I don't know. I it, se- it seemed not. bad. I really want I really want a Dotton um, Joey final because then I think if that's the, if it, if those are the final two, even though I think Dotton winning, I'd be like I don't know. That would be a fun one to know who like I won't. You know I feel like usually at this point we're like they're absolutely winning. 
I think yeah. I would be very mixed. I think it's done, but I would, it's close enough that I'd not be sure. I think she and Joey have a really deep connection, but I think she has more fun with Dotton. Like, she just seems to be lighter with him. Like, it just seems like it's easier. She's definitely and the takeaway, Yeah, and the takeaway is not like, wow, like, he said the right thing or we connected, but it's that, like, with Dotton, it's just like, it's easy, it's fun. They also connect, but it's just sort of, it seems different. Also, if, if you were her, like, Dotton seems really different than her ex, not just because he's not white, but, like, just from everything she says, it doesn't seem like she has, she's like dated someone like Dotton who, who like validates her and also just like seems to be on her level. So like maybe you'd want to try that out. I don't know. Out of the final four, who would you pick? I'm most intrigued by Xavier. I just feel like I like weird. So he seems kind of weird to me, like in a good way, like, That's like good weird, normal them? weird. I'm most attracted to Dotton. Like actually of this group, I'm most attracted to Tanner. Number two is probably Dotton. I don't know. They're all too young. And, like, I have no evidence that any of them read. That's, like, really important to me. So, mm. <laughs> actually, I think Xavier probably reads. He's an academic. He has to read, like, science papers and stuff. I mean, yeah, he absolutely has to read. Don's job is is kind of a red flag for me. What's his job? It's, like, fake. I was, well, he was Marketing? explaining it on his, inst- on his Instagram. It's integrative medical or integrative health consultant, which is, like, he consults people on, like, I don't know, having different like ways to have like a holistic approach to health, but it's like supplements and vitamins and like mm-hmm. shit like that. It's not like, it's not like actually medicine. So that's a red flag for me. Can I just say, that's a huge red flag for me. Yeah, I know. It's huge. Um, it's one thing if that's like a hobby, um, but even yeah. then, that hobby would not go well with my beliefs. Yeah, I, I, of science I'm, and medicine. Um, def- I completely agree with you, Kelly. I'm I'm right there with you. It's a problem. So that's a no for me with Dotton. Um, and then like Xavier is the exact opposite. Like he's a PhD student, like researching, um, like cancer and MS. I think so. Like that's much more appealing to me. And then Joey, I like, but um, I just don't. I just wouldn't be willing to move to Hawaii. So that's that's off the table. I think for me, it's one Xavier, two Joey, three Dotton, and then Aaron B is, is a no. I would prefer Tanner over Aaron B. Double Denim Ken, he's a joke. What's, Who, what's what Aaron, about you? What's Aaron B's job? Um, I think he's software sales, the, the classic. That's like the number one bachelor pet. Yeah, exactly. I just think that Xavier is like just so great. Also, he went to Morehouse before he went to UNC. Like Morehouse is just great. You have to be really smart to go there. Yeah, that would also be like another attractive thing. Absolutely. Ah, uh, man, that's what's what's Tanner do? Last one. Tanner, I'm gonna look it up. I don't know. He's no Xavier. I mean, knowing these on the top of your head was really good. I do I did know Joey and Xavier though. <laughs> um, he's from Pittsburgh. He's a oh, he's a mortgage lender. That's an absolute no. I don't believe in the predatory the predatory <laughs> industry of mortgage lending. So Okay, so then that would make it a little bit easier for me. My number one is Xavier. Number two is Joey for me. All the places I want to live, love a good tennis pro there. Love a good tennis pro, pro in Florida. He'd fit love in seamlessly. Texas, so we can yeah. make it work in either of those places. Um, I'm not moving to Hawaii, though, so that's off the table for me. I guess Doughton would be third. Yeah, Doughton... I care about career. I don't just care, care about career because of money. I care about what it says, but like about how you, you want to spend your time. 
And yeah, like what you're invested yeah, in. Yeah, I can't hold Aaron B career against him because a lot of people do that straight out of college. And if you do it for a long time, you can make really good money. Yeah. Look at Salesforce. It's like huge company. I don't know. I, Xavier is like clearly like the, the real world choice. And Joey and Dotton are the bachelorette world choice. Is Xavier the real world choice? Because you're probably not getting proposed to. And if you are, he doesn't want to be. Well, if this was the real world, I wouldn't be like, Xavier, we must now get engaged after eight weeks. Yeah. So. I'm just wondering, after hearing what Xavier said, I'm like, I don't think he's ready. And I don't think he wants to be engaged. He definitely does not, which is <laughs> fine. Do you, do I think you, that's man. fine. I, like- I think that's fine in normal world. But like, he, I don't know. It's, he's, I don't, if he were to get to the final two, which I don't think he will, but if he does, I don't know if he's proposing. And if he does, then right afterwards, he's going to be like, so I propose to not embarrass you, but like, I am not ready. We got to be engaged for like seven years, which is fine if you're okay with that. But it doesn't seem like Charity wants that. Charity wants to get married tomorrow. There's a joke about this in Barbie. You probably, you haven't seen Barbie yet, but there's a joke about a long distance, low commitment girlfriend, (laughs) which is what a lot of guys want. Yeah. Including maybe Xavier. So we will see, but it looks like Xavier's our top. Yeah, I think I, for some reason he just, I just feel like Xavier, I imagine him like if he had a personal soundtrack, it would be Little Yachty. I don't know why, <laughs> but that's just like what I imagine for him. <laughs> I will say that his sweater did a lot for me this week. Yeah. Don't you feel like it's a Little Yachty sweater too? Yeah. But also it's so out of the bachelor norm dress code. That I was like, I yeah. really like that he was like, I'm wearing this. This is how I like to dress. This is me. Yeah, I liked it too. I forgot to mention that Dotton has called himself a boy twice. Versus a man. On the show. Not this episode, but earlier on their one when he said something about being a boy. And then today she goes, I'm such a happy girl. And he's like, I'm a happy boy. And I was just like, Ugh. I just wouldn't I just wouldn't want you to respond. <laughs> Don't say He's I'm cheesy. Don't be like, I'm a happy boy. Like, are you two? <laughs> this is a really good transition to Love Island. Really talk about girls and boys all the time. That's like the language of the show. It's like, girls, please stand beside me at the fire pit. Boys, you'll be choosing for the recoupling. This is my <laughs> this is my host voice. They do use girls and boys, but I think it might have a different meaning in okay. the UK. Okay. Fair enough. And they, they use it interchangeably with lads, I guess. Mm-hmm. They don't say lasses for the women, but yeah. Lad, bruv. Bruv. Yeah. You bantering me, bruv. Callie, where are you out with Ty this week? First, uh, as I said, we've only seen up through episode 50 because Hulu is effed up right now. But where are you out with Ty? And I'm still fully in love with him. And I, I, I think he's obviously like taking a back seat past couple few episodes. I feel like he's just on chill mode. It's wrapped up. Yeah, it's just wrapped he's up. He's on chill yeah. mode. I do think he is like obsessed with Ella. Ayla. I've been working on my my Scottish pronunciation of Ella. Ayla. You know, it reminds me a lot of the Chris and Liv arc. So I get it. I love Chris the way that you love Ty. So it is. It is very similar. The fighting, the ups and downs, the like. This not being last sure. fight, though, like. It could have been avoided very, very simply with just pulling Ella T over and being like, what was said? Because I agree with Ty. I think he completely deaded it. I don't think he was flirting. I think if anything, he was trying to be like a little rude and like bantery with how he was like, yeah, she 
because she brought it up. Like, brought it up. Last time I saw you, you were kissing my face off. And he was like, yeah, Shane, that was our last kiss. Yeah. And in general, she's just trying to, like, stir the pot, make a name for herself, get some followers, because no one is convincing me that she likes Mitch. No one. Mitch is so weird. I'm not ready to talk about him yet. And I think Ella B gives horrible advice in general. She's had a, quite the roller coaster. She's back to horrible advice because I, I really think she's. I don't like looking at her. I think she's. Which one? Ella B. New Ella. Oh, no. She's Ella T, isn't she? No. Ella T is old Ella. Oh, okay. Ella T. Um, I think she gives horrible advice, but I think she's. Ella B or Ella T? Old Ella. Okay. I think old <laughs> Ella gives horrible advice, but yes. the one thing she said right in this past week was. When she asked Abby, do you think she really likes Mitch? And Abby was like, I don't know, because Ab- Abby does not know a single damn thing. And Ella was like, yeah, I don't think so. She's playing the game. I was like, yeah, I'm glad someone is recognizing what's happening right now. I I think Tyreek is just very responsive. He just responds too much and he reacts too much. Very emotional. Ella B, it's tough. I The thing is, she thinks that it's like gives her power that she made out with Ty recently ish at a club. Whereas I think that's like embarrassing. Me like too. he just viewed you as like disposable club girl, mm-hmm. not like someone he actually cared about. So like, I, mean, I wouldn't want to bring it. that up. He's yeah. like, I barely know her. I saw her in a club and I made out with her, but like I couldn't even tell you. I couldn't tell you what her middle name is. Yeah. So that's like not a great sign. So I feel like she's not like a power moves. She doesn't understand how that like that's actually not desirable. But Mitch is one of the craziest, most inexplicable people <laughs> I've ever seen on television. He is a madman. It's just like, it gets weirder <laughs> and crazier every time. I thought it was nuts at the beginning. The Snog Mary Pie episode? The way that he acted with Molly at the beginning, I was like confused by. I was like, this is funny. What a weird guy. But then, yeah, Snog Mary Pie. And also when he couples up with Ella B and then... The, immediately after says he's interested in Abby and then the next morning is like no I'm not interested in Abby at all it's just like is he is he is he just like saying things hoping someone will tell him the right thing to say like what is he doing I don't know I was trying to think like from a game perspective I'm like is he just trying to like because of how much this doesn't make sense how he's moving I'm just trying to think of a reason for why he's moving this way and even from a game perspective it doesn't make sense so like I cannot figure out I don't think he has, like, any self-awareness at all. Like, even in Snog well, Mary Pie, I thought he thought, like, when he went back to the to get his second pie, he was like, cheer me on, lads. Like, he <laughs> is so unaware. He's so unaware of what's happening. Even all the guys were like, he's not about to do that. He's not, he's not actually going to pie her. Oh, my God, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. And, like, all of them were, like, had their hands over their eyes, like, Mitch, what are you doing? And in my Love Island group chat, someone was like, we need to replace Mitch's name. They should have named him Glitch because he's glitching all the time. You don't know what's going to happen. He just glitches and does the wrong thing. Did you watch the unseen bits where they're playing the prank on him where they keep talking about something that happened that never happened and all the guys are like, just like pulling his leg? No. They're like, that was crazy, man. And he's like, what? What happened? And they just like, they just keep saying different versions. They're like, that was so crazy. Can you believe it? For like 10 minutes. (laughs) And like... He doesn't get it. And and they and they basically are like, we'll tell you in the morning. And so he just must be like really impressionable and obsessed with like the group sentiment. Like he's just 
extremely immature. He really wants to be liked yeah. by everyone, but then keeps doing things that no one is going to like and then tries to take it back and still want to be liked by everything, everyone. Like him supposedly being close with Zach and then treating Zach the way he did throughout this entire season is weird. And then trying to take it back and Zach's like, I mean, I'm fine. Luckily, Zach seems like a really nice guy and laid back and is just like, it's cool, Mitch. Like, I Zach's whatever. also an idiot. Kissing Katie was the dumbest thing possible. Yeah, it wasn't a great decision. He took the challenge incredibly, literally. Yeah. I feel like, though, we've had this debate in my group chat, and most of the guys are like, sure, he shouldn't have done that, but he went first. So he thinks in his mind that marriage is the best, which it is the best. Every girl should actually yeah. want marriage and not the kiss. Yes. But he should have just, like, kissed a random girl on the cheek. Yeah, or just, Instead yeah. of made out with the with the girl that sent his girl home and that she has, like, a little insecurity about. Speaking of Zach and Molly, have you seen Molly's TikToks? No. Oh. I'm going to... Why? S- Tell me. I'm going to send you some. Is she off the show? Are they recent? No, 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 no. They're, oh. like, from before. It's not... Zach is going to get thick. I just can't imagine them working on the outside by just her TikTok. What does she do? It's very musical theater energy, oh. very campy, very jazz hands. Her, oh, interesting. Her whole family uh, are like in the videos and down with the dances. <laughs> Weird. That's funny. My friend Helen was describing her as a theater kid and she must have seen her on TikTok. Her TikToks are Zach is very similar to Charity's men. Zach is a cool dude. He is... No, he's not. Oh, come on. Yes, he is. He's very, like, chill. He's not doing that type of stuff. That's true. He's very, like, late. I don't mean mean cool and, like, trendy cool. I mean cool. Like, he's, like, cool, calm, collected, like, chill. I think think he does not know how to handle women. I just think he's, like... Well... Utterly baffled by, he by them. clearly is strikingly good looking. Everyone that comes off the show, all the women that come on the show, like, he's the one that they're like, yeah, I fancy. Even Katie's like, obviously, I fancy yeah. him. He's a good looking. Like, yeah. Whitney, everyone thinks he's good looking, which, by the way, I think Whitney likes Zach. But anyways, everyone thinks he's good looking, but I don't think he's always been good looking. So I think he, no, yeah. yeah, I think, like, he went from, like, always had, like, a good looking face to, like, getting his body and everything together and becoming, like, strikingly handsome very quickly. Plus he's tall. Yeah. Six five or whatever. Yeah. So, and I've said this before on the show, I think, um, tall guys can be like a five and women still want them. Yeah. So to be a tall nine, that's a huge jump. <laughs> yeah. It's like pretty irresistible. Yeah. Speaking of the ick, the funniest turn of events for me was when Mitch tells people that Abby gave him the ick. And then Whitney tells Abby that she gave Mitch the ick. Very and then bluntly, Mitch confirms that he said that. It was... Whitney was like, so how funny. do I Whitney tell was like, no, she, goes, she goes, how do I... So harsh. How do I tell you this? You gave him the ick. I'm like, that, <laughs> you weren't thinking about it. Like, you said it completely straight up as blunt as possible. It was really funny. And when she said it, Abby was just like, yeah, yeah. Like, there was no, like, what? I gave him the ick. What did I do? Do you want to know how he gave me the ick? Like, there was no defense 
for it at all. She was just like, yeah. And then she goes and asks Mitch and is kind of like, you said that I gave you the ick. And Mitch was like, yeah, I did. <laughs> I'm like, do you people know that's like what that means? It's insulting. It's Very. like a pretty, pretty upsetting thing to be told that you've done, especially also, if you think you have a relationship. Coming from Mitch. Like, <laughs> you've given us all the ick 13 times. Mitch needs a personality transplant before he could be in a relationship or he needs to date significantly younger so that person can think he's actually cool. Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. Also, the Rita Ora concert. <laughs> First of all, none of them kn- knew the words to her songs. I only knew one. I have d- never heard any of your songs before. I couldn't tell you one Rita Ora song. Oh, I know like a few, but only the third song that she performed had I heard before. Um, well, they didn't know them. And that also made me think, if not them, then who? Who is listening I to know. her songs? I know. Even though I don't know her songs, everyone knows who she is, though. Of course. She's really famous. Yeah. But for what? I mean, she's a singer. And then she's dating. Ta- she's engaged to Taika Waititi. That, that's not why the, she's uh, famous, though. No, she was famous already. She's a singer. Did she um, date someone else? Uh. I think yes, but I thought it was really awkward how she's on the other side of the pool, so she was, like, really far away from them. That was just the whole thing was weird. They were also all pouring down sweat. Yeah, it's been ridiculously hot in Spain. It's the hottest summer of all time in Europe. Uh, When (laughs) Mitch was talking to Ella on the bed, dripping sweat, and then asked for a kiss, and I was like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. What What do you think about Scott and Abby? I don't really get Scott. I don't understand why he's such a favorite in the UK. I don't get why people love him. Me neither. Um, and not that I dislike him. I just, I'm like, I don't feel anything. I don't, yeah, I don't feel anything. Yeah. He gives nothing. I get why people like Whitney, but not to the point of her likeness. Like people in the UK are obsessed with her. Yeah. And I like her. She's probably like top three for me. So who do you think has a better chance of winning? Ty and Lock or Lockin and Whitney? Or Ty and Ella. I think Lachlan and Whitney win. I do too. But I think Ty and Ella deserve to win. Ty and Ella. Ella. (laughs) But when Rita Ora was performing, Mitch kept trying to like be a part of it. Mitch is just one of the lamest people I've ever (laughs) encountered. And like, I kind of say that with love. Although he's beginning to wear on me. I'm just like, this is like no longer that funny. He's just so inexplicably crazy i do he's a madman i do like watching him though but Me yes too. He's it's mad. great television um and i love how i laugh out like, loud it's like just, i'm i cackle it's just mitch being mitch like he must do so much more stuff we don't see for them all to be like shrug like they just shrug when he does something crazy messy mitch when katie's like i want to see clean mitch that was weird my biggest letdown is uzi i'm like wow this guy's contributing zero zero i said this to seth when he got eliminated last night, I was like, well, whatever. I don't really care. He didn't bring anything. And he was like, no, he's cool. And I was like, yeah, in the regular world, yes. Uzi is someone that you'd want to like hang around, be with. Yes. Because he's, he's very, chill, he's very beautiful. normal. Yes. Yeah. But n- normal people shouldn't go on the show. <laughs> Correct. Mitches should go on the show. Yes, exactly. <laughs> For the show, he gave me nothing. For real life, he's probably who you'd want to date. I think Katie brought a lot to the table, not as a human, but as a, a television character. As a as a stir. Yeah. I yeah. think that Uzi's probably better one-on-one without cameras, just to just to note that. The season really picked up when Katie arrived. Like a friend of mine was like, when does this get good? And I was like, when Katie comes. 
Because it it's the I shock it Molly good. dumping, and then from there, oh, yeah, it's like true. all a mess. I thought it was good before, yeah. but the shock Molly dumping really like turned things up. Yeah. Yes. Big time. Big time. Well, not a lot left. We're, we're up to episode 50 here in America. And I think there's like. Which usually it's over. Well, yeah, I know. I feel like well, it usually ends at like 52. Yes. I think they do like 61 now. So we've got like a week or two left. Yeah. So hold on to it while you can. Thank you to our producer, Ashley Smith. We'll be back next week for Hometowns and, of course, more Love Island. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.